Frida, Frida. Yes, honey bun? Frida, are you seeing a man bat out in fields? Oh, <laughs> no. What? Todd? Is that Todd? That's Todd. Look, no. Oh, God. Okay. Todd's... I met him in the glass forest. You know, it's where I got the seeds. Okay. So we became friends. Uh, we were traveling companions. He's just... <laughs> He disappears all the time. It's just his thing. You'll love him. I've mentioned him before. Maybe you forgot. Um, yeah. Br- where is he? Where did he go? He was here one minute ago and now he is gone. Oh, well, that's that's Todd. Classic Todd. He is one who gets you here ac- across Salt Flat, yes? Yeah. Yes. This is very dangerous to cross flats. There are many monsters out there. Elementals, halflings, criminals of all sorts. I'm going to have to cross them again to get Sabrina. And soon. How soon? Uh, I should have left already. But you are not leaving because you... You love trees so much, yes. Um. I think you know it's not the trees that I love. But it is not safe for you to retrieve your daughter until Wolfram is dethroned. Yes, and I'm looking for your help with that. A lot of people are looking forward to your help with that. What am I to do? Hit him with coconut? <laughs> well, you said something about ripping in half. I feel like that would work. Um, but we can brainstorm. I do not know about this. I have heard stories. He is conduit of potential. He can unlock the most depraved powers within the worst people. And they, they, these are not to be trifled with. Are you telling me you're intimidated by my ex? Your ex can make ground attack me. He lives in <laughs> castle, which moves. I'm not yet. Yeah, you're right. Um, he has army of ba- bad men who are of crystal attached in the kill. And I have a wide you variety. You have everyone in Wormwood who wants Wolfram gone. And I have melons for <laughs> to throw. I think you and I both know that your position as the one in control of the only source of sustenance in all of Wormwood is a powerful one. You can weaponize food in another way other than throwing it literally (laughs) at someone but you're being very cute so i can't stay mad at you well it is lucky for me that i am very cute then (laughs) (laughs) why am i like this Up to the job of the bell No sweat, now feeling swell
Good dog. Oh my god, in the back cover? Don't even get me started. Now that you've heard our like R's and oohs of response, uh yeah, this this is now a work expense. I'm sure that Lauren you can you can expense this now. Oh I can write this off in my time. <laughs> uh, life, yeah, that's uh yeah, they they were a very useful useful stooge for the CIA. Good company life. Well, Good magazine. I, don't don't let let me enjoy dogs. Oh, those doggos are great. Yeah, no, <laughs> the doggos good. aren't part of a CIA campaign. I oh, don't think. Oh, look at think. that Sheeb. Sheba Inus are the perfect dogs. They're just little assholes, and they're so cute. I like Conrad's like, yeah, so the deep state used a <laughs> private company to, to subvert, and Lauren's like, I don't care. I really like Sheba Inus. <laughs> Everything else is so bad. Please. <laughs> let me look at the Shiba Inus. No, oh, look at him. <laughs> so last we left this adventure, uh, Team Colt, a.k.a. the Path of the Joining, was investigating a field of melons, which could basically release tear gas. Uh, Ramwell failed his check and gassed the party, and Vindros was only able to escape with her Thrycreen legs uh, up onto a barn loft where she could see that the field was swarming with animated scarecrows, which are exactly what they sound like, scarecrows from, you know, your your farm fields, but given strange life and coming into the the cloud of gas to stab the party members. So that's where we're starting. Why are scarecrows so scary? It is the the point. But they're supposed to scare birds, not people. They're the best. What are you talking about? Scarecrows are awesome. That's because you don't think birds are real. Well, they aren't. <laughs> we don't have enough time to get into that thing. Well, uh, long time listeners now. That's, that's a treat <laughs> for them. That's deep lore that Chris doesn't think <laughs> birds are real. I'm just saying the government shut down. Stop seeing them. It's got to be some connection. <laughs> Um, so right now, Vindros, you're really the party's only hope. Uh, Gentlemen Bramwell oh, no. and Corton are inside the mustard gas. Uh, they've taken damage. They're blinded and stunned. And then the scarecrows swarm in and begin ripping them apart with their sickle claws. What do you do? This is too much pressure. I don't like being told I'm the only hope. That means I have to not fuck up. Um, uh-huh. Vindros is gonna is going to leap... Is there a position Vindros could leap to where basically she is between the scarecrows and the rest of the party, so she can be the the front line of defense? No, the the terrible thing about this encounter is that they're coming from every direction into an obscuring cloud where the party is. It's really the worst possible way to be. Yeah, that's that's that is conveniently terrible. Vindros is gonna leap down and attempt to attack one of the ones that hasn't yet entered this big obscuring cloud, uh, and just gonna go in for a regular attack with the axe baloney. Yep. Uh, that's a botch. Oh dear. Well, that's quite a way to open the episode. So Vindros, yeah, it is. You see these scarecrows swarming into the the, the cloud. Uh, your party members are choking to death as they're being stabbed to death. 
and you think, all right, I'm going to try to attack from a different angle. You jump out of the, the hayloft of the barn, pull up your axe, and you <laughs> are just hit by a wave of scarecrows and knocked prone as they swarm over you. Can I go back to playing as Staples? I was competent at Staples. See, it's funny you say that, because <laughs> uh, can you make me uh, a perception roll, Vindros, as you are knocked to the ground and the scarecrows begin tearing at you with their claws? Uh, 17. I can't fight, but I can see stuff. Uh, with a 17, you can you hear the distant sound of uh, of shark horse hooves on the ground. Um, you are a telepath, so you can reach out with your mind, because there's somebody who's in the near vicinity. Hey, hey, is that you, team? Ah, who's in my head? It's me, it's me, Vindros. You fuck out of here. What are you doing in here? You need permission <laughs> to come in here. This is Staples House. Okay, hey, 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 Staples, Staples, <laughs> Staples. Hey, Staples. <laughs> Do you just knock on the inside of my skull? Yeah, I'm knocking to ask if I have permission to come in. They have to be, they have to date now. <laughs> Who is That's it? It's the rules. It's, uh, it's, it's Vindros, may I come in? Yeah, sure. Hey. Wait, do you come here often? (laughs) I mean, I mean, how often do you want me to come here? (laughs) Oh, that's so smooth. Oh, damn. Vindros living rent free in her mind. (laughs) You also have to zoom out and realize that they're having this telepathic conversation while she's torn limb from limb by animated scarecrows. (laughs) Hey, hey, I got knocked prone. It's going to be a whole six seconds before I can get up anyway. I might as well use it to flirt. Uh, so, Vindros, you reach out with your telepathic powers and make contact with Staples, who is on the Thriller Bark, the skiff, which the rest of the NPCs just arrived back in the Gorefields in, because uh, Staples, Young, uh, Zer, and uh, Weaver just dropped off some stuff in Harp City and then came back. And the way that this timeline works out is you were... Uh, working in the fields with the moles, planning the rebellion while they were doing that. And so they've returned just as you're being torn to bits. That's great timing. So yeah, Staples, Staples, you know how you like a good good fight as much as the next person? Probably more than the next person, I imagine. Um, There's some scarecrows that need tearing the hell up. Um... So the thriller bark changes its trajectory. They were actually right now, they were like going through the gore fields and the moles were saying, you can't come this way. You need to go over back to the warehouse. And so when they get your message, they change course, just rush across the field and the thriller bark begins mowing down scarecrows. Basically just like driving your armored car into a a crowd of zombies. (laughs) That's so mushy. Mowing these things down, trampling them beneath the hooves of the shark horses, and then just under the the steel carriage of the skiff. I mean, Young might want to have to make one of his legendary vehicle uh, handling <laughs> checks. Oops, sorry, probably should have mentioned war crime weapon field. All right, so uh, player characters, uh, Gentleman Bramwell, Corton, Vindros, tell me what you do. This isn't so much a traditional combat situation now, more like a rescue mission. Uh, what do you do? So has a bit of the smoke kind of cleared? Like, is the the ship crashing and kind of blowed a little bit of smoke away? I mean, it would displace air. Because I want to I wanna give a big whistle, and I want Preposterous to come riding in, and I want to hop on my big moose friend, and then I just want to start swinging my hammer and breaking things. 
Okay, so roll uh, roll an attack. Don't think we get two attacks, but whatever. Okay. <laughs> we're not in combat. We're just kind of... <laughs> I know. I'm just... Uh, 16. Yep. So these, these are minions. You can roll damage if you want, but you just can cut the scarecrow clean in half with the gentleman's greeting. Uh, smash it in half. Come on now. Gentleman's greeting is a hard knock. Jesus. Hurt my fingers doing that. It's kind of ow. Uh, Vindros, can you make me a, a wisdom saving throw as you were you were slashed by the claws and you uh, actually have to save against fear, which is something the scarecrows inflict. Nine. All right. So Vindros, uh, even if the if Staples like pulls you to your feet, you're shaken by the claws of the scarecrows and you cannot immediately fight back. And so they're kind of like they pull you onto the skiff and out of the the fracas, but you can't immediately join the oh. fight. Oh, she saved me. Oh, <laughs> that's what you got from that. I'm like these these blades cut into you so deep they hurt your very soul and inflict fear into your heart. And you're like, but pretty girl touch. But but pretty girl help me when I'm scared. Uh, I see a roll there, Conrad, for the audience. Uh, yeah. So, um, Corton's gonna make an Arcana roll to see. If uh, he would know whether or not these things are susceptible to sleep. To s- okay, so 15, you roll. So I'm going to give you more than that. So the answer is no, they're constructs. They can't be yeah, put to sleep. Yeah, I figured not. But-, but with a 15 on Arcana, I'm going to tell you that the kind of constructs they are are ones that are given specific wills by uh, some kind of magic user. So these aren't just naturally occurring scarecrows. It's not like the scarecrows people put out to scare the birds away just suddenly got mad one day and just decided to attack. Mm-hmm. These have been sent by someone for a reason. All right. Uh Vindros, there's someone controlling these things. It's just not of their own doing. Can you find them? Uh, yeah, can Vindros attempt to scout out any thoughts that don't appear to be from anyone that, that she can see? Uh, so you're inflicted with fear, so what I'm going to ask is for you to make a perception check with disadvantage to reach out telepathically and touch the magic user behind the scarecrow ambush. Uh, that's a five on the first roll. This isn't going to get much better. That, that's. Are you sure you didn't mean advantage? Because then it would have been 17. <laughs> no, I, I like this. So, Vindros, you're trying to reach out telepathically and you're just overwhelmed by just visions of claws and just rustling, shambling, animated things of straw with strange uh, faces, such as like burning ember eyes behind their uh, rag faces. And you're just like overwhelmed by all these images and you can't, you can't make contact with the summoner behind them. Um, and so you're like shaken and you're, you're in the skiff and like Staples is like trying to hold you down because you're very strong and you're kind of like having a panic attack there. Um, but right now, uh, so you don't know which direction it, the person's in, uh, Corton and, uh, Corton, you yell that out of the cloud, but you're still in pretty, you're in some danger, bud. All right. So Corton's going to, uh, reach out to Vindros again and say, no. I know you can do this. Focus. And I'm going to cast Calm Emotions. Oh, Aww. dang. Oh, heck. That's sick. Corton, you're using your bard shit. Everyone, everyone's looking out for Vindros today. But but because this is season seven, I got an eight. Oh, you sh- the- she doesn't need to save against that. She's a friendly, right? Oh, well, yeah. That. Uh, oh, yeah. No, that's I'm, true. Yeah, I'm, I'm not going to try and keep my emotions bad. You can choose to fail. Yeah. 
Corton's like choking to death inside this cloud of a deadly gas, but instead of trying to get out, he casts calm emotions on Vindros, and you you feel the sense of like peace wash over you and your mind clear, and you can see just for a moment somebody in the the next field over, um, and they're like hoofing it to the edge of your telepathy, Um, but you can give that that direction to to gentleman Bramwell who's on the back of Preposterous, and we can have a chase scene. Oh, I give I give that direction. Go get him. As ordered. It's just a brief glimpse because this person has been leaving for a while, and like you, you know, you can only catch them as they leave your radius. So you just see uh, a glimpse of like someone running um, through through a field, and that's all you get. And Bramble, you take off. Uh, do you have any specific kind of roles you can make for preposterous? My my instinct is animal handling, but I don't know if you have a night thing. Uh, there's not anything specific, I don't believe, that they get. Uh, I get advantage on saving throws made to avoid falling off my mount. I don't know if we want to parlay that into advantages for animal handling for, like, a chase, other than the fact that I assume a a moose has greater land speed than this person. Their legs are very long. You think they'd go pretty fast. I rolled an 18. Uh, so, gentlemen, Bramwell, you're on Preposterous. You take off in the direction of whatever it was that sicked these scarecrows on Amy's barn. Um, and you you leave this smoke melon field to go over to the next one. Remember, this is like an area where you're not supposed to be. So there isn't a lot of stuff planted here. There's just like a fallow field. But there are... Uh, there are ditches dug here for planting the certain kind of, uh, I think strawberries are planted in ditches. So let's say there's like a, a strawberry field that was abandoned because Amy was like, actually, I want to grow my weapons of war over here. Please fuck off. Um, and so you see in the distance, someone's like running through one of these ditches um, and they're trying to get away. Um, so you're just, I mean, preposterous is going mad fast as you're, as you're catching up to this person. Uh, is there anything you say or do, or you just try to overtake them? I uh, I want to be preparing my hammer, the gentleman's greeting, for the uh, loudest greeting that this person has ever gotten before. <laughs> uh, right in their back. All right, roll and tack. I rolled an 18. Wow, two 18s in a row, huh? Yep. Crunch. Crunch. All right, so yeah, Bramwell, you're running after this person. You see them; they're down in the ditch below you, and you're up on a moose. So there's quite a height difference. You can't quite get a good look at them, but their head is like just poking out of the ditch, which makes it a perfect, uh, like almost what's that sport you play from horseback and you hit the balls? Polo. Oh, po- polo. Yeah, it's like it's like a textbook polo where you have this big hammer. You're on the back of a mount, and you just just absolutely fucking clobber the back of their head, and they pass out. And as they lose consciousness, because you you hit their head with a fucking huge war hammer. All the scarecrows go limp and fall into the, into the field around the party. Can I aesthetically state that it, it looks a lot like when great knights in the game boy advance fire emblems attack with their, with their axes, uh, which only like two people will be able to appreciate, <laughs> but I will. And that's what matters. Yes, 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 yes. Man, the crit animations in those games were so fucking good. They're perfect. Oh, the Fire yeah. Emblem has only been downhill since then. Well, okay. Well, we'll have a different podcast to discuss that, I think. <laughs> um, but Bramwell, you knock this person out, and as their body kind of flops down into the ditch, you can get off preposterous and take a closer look at it. Um, this person is very, very strange looking to you. They kind of look like a human-sized toad, but oh. made but made out of watch parts. 
Like clockwork. Steampunk toad baby. It's a steampunk toad. Yeah, kind of. I didn't say baby because it's a. It seems to be a grown up. Well, I mean, but how tall is it? About uh, six foot. Six foot. God damn it! That's not uh, a baby. Can I investigate the individual? Uh, look it over, see if it has any like weapons or things of that nature on them. Yep, that's the unconscious. So I mean, advantage. Uh, nineteen. Yep, very, very good. Uh, so you look over this person's body, and they do appear to have a, a pouch with spell components in it, which pretty clearly states to you that this is the person who uh, used magic to summon the swarm of scarecrows. Um, the most important thing you find on their body, actually, I'll say there's two. Uh, one, you find that they have um, some kind of, um, let's say, like a, a, a letter. What? Yeah, what kind of languages does the party all speak? Uh, common, draconic, and uh, Terran. Common, Thrycreen, and Oren? Bramwell speaks common, dwarven, Terran, and sign language. Common and dwarven? Uh, Sabrina speaks common, primordial, and dwarven. Okay, so nobody actually has the language to read what the, what this letter is written in, but there's a letter on this body, but it does have a symbol on it that you might be able to know what it is with a history check. But before we get to that, there's another thing on their body, which they are wearing uh, on their arms, uh, what you might think are gauntlets, but gauntlets are actually defensive armor. These are cestuses or cesti, which are offensive hand uh, weapons. Somebody did some research. This came up last season. I forget things. I literally don't even remember what I ate today. Cool. <laughs> but yeah, so so the important things are there's this steampunk toad in a ditch. They have some kind of letter written Stowed. in the la- <laughs> They have a letter written in a language you don't understand, but with a symbol on it you could learn about. And they're wearing an interesting glove weapon. One on each uh, hand. I would like to take the glove weapons. Uh-huh. And I would like to take the letter. And uh, so in my brack and in my background Bramwell lived a very long life and has the ability to recognize various factions based off their emblems oh my god that is literally a thing you have <gasps> yeah and I know Got about him. <laughs> do you want to read that it's so weirdly specifically perfect for the situation that's part of your background I believe yeah, take, take that Austin <laughs> So Bramwell has lived an extraordinarily long life, and part of his life before he became a member of like the, the, the God King's army was he was a mercenary. So my feature is mercenary life, and I'm able to recognize various factions based off their emblems and know about their reputations and like the names of their commanders and things like that. Basically details about the faction. All right, so Bramwell, this wasn't planned, audience. I don't know if you're going to believe me because it's so perfect, but you pick up this letter, Bramwell, and you recognize the symbol as that of the Aethar. Mm. Interesting. Which is the group that previously tried to overthrow God King Wolfram. Uh, You know that Marcel's mother joined them, but they failed and she fled the country. Um, You also get to know, you said the commander's name? Yep. Um, you get you get the name of the commander. One moment, I actually didn't think you were gonna have this information right now, <laughs> uh, because I forgot that Bramwell had this ability. Take that! <laughs> it's amazing. Okay, the reputation of the faction uh, is that the Athar are uh, committed to 
uh, keeping conduits from ruling over the world. Their name comes from atheism, like anti-gods. So they're they're fanatically opposed to people like God King Wolfram specifically. And so they're, they're not bound to any one country. They're constantly trying to overthrow anyone like him in, in all the world. Um, their reputation is as people who are trying to do the best, but they do so mostly by smashing. So if you're someone who thinks like diplomacy is the only moral solution to a problem, then you probably don't like the Athar. Um, you know that the person who's in charge of their field operations is someone named Admiral Day. Admiral Day. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, is that so, D-E-I? No, D-A-I. D-A-Y. Uh, just, just, I mean, he's, he's, an, he's the head of the Athar, and his name is D-E-I? Day? Oh, like Day. I yeah. mean, oh, yeah, that's that be no, funny. that yeah, not yeah, complete coincidence. But no, it's D A Y. Thank God, because I'd have thought you were a real hack. <laughs> <laughs> um. All right, so you have, I guess, a prisoner. Do you want to bring this person back? Hmm. Yes, and I've taken their weapons. Uh, part of me is like, well, it's a robot, so I could break one of the legs. To ensure they can't just run away. So yeah, I'm going to break one of the legs. Um, okay, I mean, we can do that. I just want to be clear. In universe, that there is no difference between breaking a robot person's legs and just torturing a man. Uh, well, alright, fine. There are, like, synthetic organisms that just exist in the world and they're considered people. Oh, that's right, yeah. Alright, And it's probably real hard for them to get replacement parts here. True. All right, yeah, uh, I will load them onto the back of Preposterous and then ride back. All right, so I think after this uh, incident when J- Bramwell c- captures someone I didn't really think the party was going to capture and gets information, I really <laughs> didn't think they were going to get at this point, uh, it's time to meet back um, I, probably at Amy's house. That's where everyone's right now. Like, Hey, what are these melons? And you're all explaining to the NPCs and all the moles in the gore fields are like, you hear something. The people who were visiting went over to where they're not allowed. And Sabrina and Lola hear about this and they go over. So it's just like every named character in the season that should be here is like filing into this field of melons. And then Amy shows up and she's like, what the fuck are you doing in my field? Does it, I mean, does it? I don't see a sign that says Amy's Field. So to be fair, we didn't know. Maybe. Uh, I have eyewitness testimony. You were told not to come over here. Now hold, no, hold, hold on. I don't. I have no memory whatsoever. You see, you'll have to excuse me. I got, uh, I got gassed somewhere along the way, and I, you know <laughs> my memory's real hazy. But I mean. It's clear there's some saboteur at work in your midst. Yeah, so I think, Corton, I want you to roll deception to get everybody out of this by pretending to be, have gas amnesia. Gas, no. No, don't say gasnesia. That's nothing. <laughs> That's what I was going to say. I love that as a word. Gasnesia. Gasnesia. 15. Uh, so 15's very good. I'm going to say that while there might be somewhere in her a sliver of doubt... Uh, she doesn't have any good argument against what you're saying. She's like, yeah, I mean, if this was some kind of plan, you really fucking suck at it, right? Like, oh, no, the the people wandered out of my property and almost died. How nefarious of them. Perfect. But in the process, we seem to have stopped an actual saboteur. 
Yeah, she says she like looks at over what's happened. All these scarecrows which have fallen limp in her field. She sees that they've captured the person who animated them, and she's like, "Well, I th- thank thank you for capturing this person. I'll take them into custody." It was it was entirely our pleasure. I mean, we are of course at your service. <laughs> you have the honor to be my obedient servant. Dear Alexander, sorry. Your princess, I do believe that it would be imperative for us to investigate this criminal beforehand in the Mova, as they do seem to be of an unknown nature that could be dangerous to yourself. Yes, gentlemen Bramwell, uh, chain the prisoner to the the I beam inside the barn. We'll be in in a moment. Does there have that barrel? Yeah, okay, so from the last episode, the NPC showed up. It's probably time to debrief with them. Uh, Zer does have a barrel, and inside is another animal. <gasps> what a coincidence! Well, I was just like, I'm gonna take the lid off, and it's just gonna be like a fully burritoed baby in there. <laughs> it's just like covered in, covered in fruit juice. Every animal that Lola gets, and I always want to say to the audience, I didn't expect her actually to recruit this pangolin. I don't know why. In hindsight, it's so fucking obvious, but I really, I just Googled <laughs> list of most smuggled things, and wildlife was one of them, so I thought it'd be fun to throw into the fight. I'm, I'm a fool and a moron. Um, but You didn't know I knew that statistic. But every uh, animal confers onto Lola a specific bonus. So the uh, Chalks gives you a Hunter's Mark. Uh, Stuart just gives you another attack. Uh, the Bumble Sloth can cure wounds. I want to say that, uh, what was the slow pangolin's name? Bradley. Br- Bradley. Fuck. Does the, what was it? What was that? What was it? This. Panglorus. The Panglorus. I'm going to have to write that down. The Panglorus, uh, with its long tongue and armored body, I think is essentially a grappling hook. Oh, oh yeah, he is. Uh, so basically, Lola, you can't fly, but you may as well be able to fly. You're a Spider-Man. Fuck. Yeah. Fuck. Yeah. Okay, so we need to work on building me one of those uh, like strollers for like triplets and quadruplets. <laughs> <laughs> um, where they each have their own, and I'll just put each one. I have four now, so they hope they'll each go in one of the seats. Yeah. You take turns with which ones you put in the front and which ones you put in the back, so that like they all get a chance to see what's they, happening. They all feel special. Yeah. yeah. Do you rotate them clockwise? Uh, hmm, like in that baby I situation. <laughs> see, the, uh, just to embarrass myself, uh, I actually do that with stuffed animals. No, like, I'm like, okay, I, I cuddled that one last night, so I have to get Penny today. That's not embarrassing. That is adorable, I and I fully support this. Yes. Hey, hey, as someone and who is about names. to turn 29, I fully support this. I am 40. I fully support this. Thank you. I feel less stupid now. Um, so here's what I'm going to say is that off screen, everyone gets caught up. Everyone's uh, the basic exposition of the last couple of episodes. Hey, we went to Harp City and the Dawn was still alive. We killed him, but we did cause kind of a ruckus. That's going to be where I have to deal with when we go back. Hey, Sabrina's going to have to decide if she wants to be a conduit. Hey, we're starting a revolution, but we need to make contact with the leaders of the independence movement. Everyone's on the same page of those three plot points, which are the, basically the story of the season going forward. Uh, so you all have that. But I know some people want to talk to other players and other NPCs. So now while Amy is basically getting a interrogation room set up in the barn, now is the time to talk about that before we start getting into that scene. 
So, uh, White Wolf, have you been thinking about the Duke's offer? I have to talk to somebody first, and she's going to walk over to Corton. Well, bye. <laughs> <laughs> That's our involvement in this scene, Dom. Goodbye. <laughs> hey, sir, did you get a piercing? That looks really cool. Was that a paperclip? Wow. <laughs> Wait. Safety pin. No paperclip. It's paperclip now. Yeah, I mean, I definitely want Zer to just try to look cool right now, but I think we should keep the camera on Sabrina, who <laughs> deliberately disses Lola to go ask Corton life advice. Oh, uh, which... so I was like, uh, uh, I'm just getting snubbed. Other person. <sighs> I'm gonna go cry into Bradley's tummy. So, how are you dealing with your difficult choice? I don't know. It's confusing. It doesn't feel like it should be, though. Why isn't it just simple? If I have to help my mom, then I need a conduit, and it should be fine if I get one. But if there's one thing I've seen, it's the people that have that power. At the most, they use it. At the best, they still just use it for themselves. I mean, look at your duke. Well, he sucks, but I mean, it doesn't mean I have to, does it? <laughs> but there's no going back from it. And you have shown already you are powerful on your own. But I'm not powerful enough to stop the God King. What if I got a conduit and I was as strong as he was? Then we could stop him, and we could stop all the bad things that are happening here in, in Wormwood. You could do that. Maybe. That's your choice. Or, I am putting together, uh, I'm coming together into a, uh, there's already a resistance. You don't have to save it alone. But you saw what Father can do. He controls the whole area. The earth itself. He'd smush people. Yeah. He'll smush a lot of people. But what if I could stop him from smushing the people? Well, if there's anyone who can, it's probably you. But I'd hate to see you get in a position that you regret. And they say if I become a conduit, I wouldn't be able to have the time to find my mom. Then isn't that what you really wanted? To find your mom? But I don't just want to find her and then get squished with my mom. The more I look around, the more I talk to people here, I... I'm starting to think that we might not have to hide. We just have to convince everybody that it's time to... Stop him. Well, if you're leading it, then it should work. Everyone likes you. Oh, if it were so. And I probably won't be leading it. But... Well, doesn't a revolution need a leader? I think a revolution can have many leaders. And you could be one of them. Oh, that'd be cool. <laughs> oh, what a baby. 
Uh, can Bramble talk to Young? Yes. Yeah, he needs it. Of course. Yeah, Young, who just went through quite a uh, bunch of incidents, threw up all over themselves, uh, ate ahead, uh, crashed through a wall of a warehouse in a skiff. A lot of adventures for our friend Young. Yeah. Uh, so Bramble would like to go. Ah, first rate, Young. How did the adventure go? Uh, um, I mean, um, well, my voice was different for a while. That was interesting. Um, but mostly, uh, I feel uh, <laughs> uh, braver because I did. Oh, I ate a whole person in the middle of a fight. I don't know why I did that. Ah, it's excellent. When you straighten your back, you sound different. That's an important lesson to learn. Oh, that must have been. Yeah, I straightened my back, and I was much, uh, much more competent. I drove a skiff. Th- through a wall, actually. That's mighty impressive! And the skiff has been returned in one piece, and it is excellent work of a first mate. Well, yeah, the thriller bark is much um, uh, much more hearty than the, oh boy, the, the, the romance dawn, which is coming apart at the scene. Nonsense! He's going to slap Young on the back and say, Nonsense! That's the capability of the first mate! You are the one at the helm! Well, thank you, thank you for saying, gentlemen, Bramble. I also, I have to say, uh, good work running down uh, the the scarecrow wizard guy, person, robot, uh, frog, robot, frog, frog bot. It's interesting you bring that up, Young. I I need to confide with you. I found a note on the body of that individual, and the note bears the insignia of the Aethar. Oh no, not those guys. That God King hates them. Yes, well, that might actually be to our advantage, as it appears before long we might find ourselves in conflict with the God King. Oh yeah? Yeah, off screen I was caught up on the the revolution, so yeah, I heard about that. Well, is there any chance you might be able to read this note? You seem as though a studious sort. Hmm. Okay, so Young's um, background is merchant, which means they have, like, a lot of connections. They spent their whole life basically going from society to society, like, trading and stuff. So I think they do have a leg up on translating this. They can't give you all the words, but I think that um, basically what Young can tell you is that this letter is written in giant. Mm. Um. And uh, the insight that Young gives you is that they've heard, you tell them about that you've heard that the leader of the Aethar forces is Admiral Day. And they tell you that, yeah, apparently the Aethar leadership has direct uh, blood ties uh, through a a prominent uh, family of giants uh, going back all the way to the titans of antiquity. The people who like predate the gods and who hate all gods. So this is like a big deal. Do they know where Admiral Day can be found? It's what, outside of Wormwood? Or is there any place in Wormwood they might still be residing? Uh, this sounds like we're into the, the, the realm of a history check with advantage because you've asked uh, the person who would know most about this. So put your heads together. History check. Uh, so I got a 19 for the first one and an 8 for the second one. So 19. Yeah, 19's very good. Um, so you thought the Aethar had left after they failed to overthrow the God King, but this leads you to believe they're actually around, they're back, and they're, um, the Gorefields are an incredibly important strategic location. If you'll recall, the ground is literally wet with the blood of people who've tried to take this land. Nothing is like more precious. wet used in that context. You don't like wet? 
Not not said that way. What about moist? <laughs> dripping. Actually, it's better. No, dripping's bad again. <laughs> um. <laughs> I ruined your thing. Sopping. <laughs> Lauren, tell the audience how you feel about the word sopping. Ooh. <laughs> okay, well, do, good. I couldn't even do a really woo. It was so disgusted. Okay, so here's what I'll say. I kind of, kind of, out of character DM thing was there was going to be this kind of plot in the Gorefields arc about who is trying to take the Gorefields, who is like, who sent Scarecrows to assassinate Amy, who is moving in on this turf, and Chris has just catapulted over the entire mystery. It's the Athar. Admiral Day is back in Wormwood, and he's trying to take the Gorefields. Well, I will relay then to the direct members of our party. And uh, to be honest, probably excluding staples, because it sounds like they might just be untrustworthy according to the character sheet. Uh, but you know what? They really welcomed everybody in during the last session, so they're going to. And Jennifer Bramwell is going to relay this information and specifically say, it would be very putrid of us to get in contact with this Admiral Day, and perhaps as a way to get on our good side, we might need to steal this individual of them from amy's hands so i would like to roll history wait are we going to use this aethar guy twice to get into people's good graces <laughs> yes or would it be religion to know how uh if uh, it could be maybe a bad idea for them to find out that i'm conduit oh yeah I mean, you don't have to roll for that the aethar absolutely will fucking murder you it's it's super not their jam, funnily enough. So uh just uh X nay on the conduit day. Yeah, maybe I'm just a simple country farmer. I, I am a simple country farmer, but I'm not a farmer. I know I keep saying that I don't grow anything, I just collect animals and give them snacks. What's a conduit? Never heard of one. You're fine. I don't know. Why do animals like me? Because I give them snacks. That's yeah. that there's nothing special about that. You're, you're, real, you're real good at giving them ear scratches. That's all there is to it. Yeah. It's, uh, so maybe we uh, keep all of our mouths shut. It's good that we forced you to tell us now because it would have been real bad if we'd had the whole what are you hiding from us, what's the secret, what's the secret thing happen around them. That would have been real bad timing. Uh, that is a true statement of fact, but also that doesn't excuse. No, it doesn't. I'm, I'm, I'm... I'm trying to lighten the mood over the awkwardness of how everything panned out. I was in a cage. You, you put weren't. Me in a you were cage. tied to Stuart. I was tied to Stuart. You were emotionally in a cage. I was in a. I was in a, a, an emotional cage. Yeah, but physically in a hug. I mean, let's face it. I couldn't. No, I was actually pretty comfy. <laughs> um, I think at this point i, I want to state that everyone's caught up on another thing you learned off screen i mean it was on screen for sabrina and lola everyone else was off screen was that um conduits are basically an obsession that take over your entire life when they kind of uh have a lot of downsides which is we've seen with uh, lola um but you all know now the god king is the conduit of potential he steals it from people when they fall asleep on the salt and he can use it to unlock people's inner power although eventually it consumes them and they explode uh, the party saw that with the executioner, and then half the party saw that with the, the dawn. So you all catch up on all of that. Hey, G God King, what if you just toned that down like 30% how much you gave them so that they could just have a conduit and not explode? Does anybody else feel like a dumbass for thinking it was salt? 
I just thought it was salt. As a salt genasi, he can control salt, but he basically supercharges it with potential to make it even more powerful. Oh, he's just so salty, you think it would be his conduit. Well, it's, yeah, it's like you're the conduit of animals, but you're also very good at the crossbow. You're not the conduit of crossbow. It's just also a thing you're good at. No, but he's salty. Okay, <laughs> that's he's what you want to say. He's very salty. He's very salty. Uh-huh. Um, so anybody else want to have any conversations before we start this interrogation? That rhymed. Ooh, fun. Uh, what's the, I feel like maybe we should put down rules right now about the standards of conduct that our little group's going to, uh, use for interrogation type things. Like maybe, cause some of us here have a lot of knives or a giant bone they love to bone people with. Yeah. I mean, Weaver says specifically to Vendross, Hey, uh, so we can read thoughts, so we don't have to go so hard in the paint. When it comes to interrogation, you know, just like leading questions and we can kind of pick up the answers on the surface of the mind, you know, with like a net trying to clean a yeah. pool. That, that makes sense. That makes sense. Just like, ask, don't don't let on that we've, we've got that little mind thing going and then just you know, steer the conversation so those surface thoughts are where they need to be. Yeah. So uh, just, you know, now we're all saying it now. We're not cutting off any digits. Staple says, bye, nerds. See you later. I'm going to go fucking wank. <laughs> I don't need this. This sucks. Okay, bye. I mean, if the subtle approach doesn't work, we might need someone to cut off some fingers. I'm back. I don't need a wank anymore. Here I am. How do you wank? How does one wank a Chloe? <laughs> I'll show you later. No! I'm not interested. Ooh. Uh... Can I, does anyone in the party have the spell identify? Like, can I tell if these uh, cestuses are magical? Uh, I don't think anyone does have identify, but that seems like something nope. to, to ask the prisoner. We sure don't. Yeah, okay, so we can start this interrogation. So basically, Amy opens the doors to the barn. You're on the bottom floor. Uh, this uh, uh, steampunk frog person is tied to like the big strong beam. I said I beam earlier. I don't actually know if that's the correct architectural term. Don't fact check me or I will block you. I beam. <laughs> no, it's not an I beam. Fuck. The I beam's the thing that people walk on in the old timey cartoons. God damn it. Okay, so the the steampunk frog is <laughs> tied to like the support column in the center of the barn, uh, like the arms tied behind their back. They're not going anywhere. They're not a flight risk. Um, Vindros, you kind of have uh, an important role to play here, but anyone can ask questions. Hmm. Amy stands nearby with her her knife out, looking menacing but not saying anything. So power move, individual. Uh, let's start simply and tell us your name. I'm only authorized to tell you my name, my name, and my rank, my, yeah. Well, whenever you're ready. Corporal Lima, reporting for duty. Lima? Where's Lima? Lima, L-I-M-A. Oh, I don't know. Are you actually only authorized to tell us that much, or, like, are you you trying to be tight-lipped because you think you're supposed to? I'm only authorized to tell you my name and my rank. That's all. Good day. Well, we actually have more questions we need to ask yeah. you. The most pertinent of which being, why were you here uh, attempting to murder people? Yeah, what's up with all your whole... What's up with you, dog? Um, so I would say at this point, Vindros, with your detect thoughts, you definitely see an image of the scarecrows stabbing Amy to death in bed. 
or rather like in a cot in the barn because this is where she lives yeah how's how's about this for a guess i don't think i don't think you were here for for us the people you actually attacked were you it doesn't seem doesn't seem right oh i know i know you're not authorized to tell us it's 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 fine what if we you know what if we guess and then you just tell us if we're surely you can tell us whether we're right or wrong at a guess why would i do that um because this is an interrogation and if the interrogation ends we do have someone who likes chopping off fingers so i think you want the interrogation <laughs> to keep going i think all right roll roll intimidation i was just curious where this would go but we got to the finger chopping because we're the good guys this season. <laughs> I don't want to help intimidate, but what if I ruin it? Uh, 16. Yeah, no, I don't need to help. I don't need to help. Mm-mm. You, uh, even though you're only getting the surface thoughts with detect thoughts, um, you get a very clear image of uh, an army gathering in secret outside the gore fields. Uh, oh, so no. uh, Corporal Lima is confident answering your questions because eventually someone's going to rescue them. So they're not as worried as they may be. And they may, they're going to be more cooperative now. Okay. So there was an entire investigation. <laughs> There's a whole mystery I had to this arc, but what's happening is that Admiral day is going to try to take this and you're going to have to defend this place. Yeah. Um, but now, you know, way ahead of time because there was going to okay. be multiple assassination attempts on Amy uh, and also on Duke Pendergrass who is uh, a conduit, so the Aethar hate him. Um, it's a whole thing. Okay. So here's how this is how this is going to work out. We know that you're stalling for time. We know what you're waiting for. We know, who, we know who's coming to come save you. I reckon you'd like to still be, still be in, in one piece to be rescued when they come to rescue you, so... Why don't you just tell us what you know? Damn, how do you know all that? You're really good. This is not my first time investigating. I am definitely experienced at this. Um, okay, I guess I'll tell you. I'm, I mean, I'm Corporal Lima. My mother is Admiral Day. Um, Lim, I'm Lima Day. Hello. Um, my mom's gonna kill the shit out of Amy Wolfram and her dog, Duke Pendergrass, and take the Gorefields, and then the God King won't have any food, and his people will overthrow his ass because they're gonna starve to death otherwise. So, um... You should probably leave if you don't want to die. I have a question. Are you a robot? Can I also point out that there's a 10-year-old at this interrogation? <laughs> <laughs> She's our leader. Right. <laughs> um, but yeah, so yeah, this is something from Pathfinder, actually, um, in Dungeons & Dragons uh uh, lo- creatures made of law and creatures made of chaos cannot have children together, but because of the events of season six, that is no longer true. And uh, Pathfinder has accounted for something like this. So the the eons, A E O N, are a mixture of law and chaos. They they usually have different forms. I've taken uh, the combination of the D and D creature, the Modron, and the Slod, and combined them. So this is a new new kind of person in our cool. v- our world of D and D now. Good for them. Well, I can't tell this man, like, uh, the. It seems kind of shitty that you're like, let's kill the people who, like, let's let's not kill the worst people first. Like, what? You mean we should go right to the castle and so I could run over our entire army? Yeah. I mean, that'd be more honorable. (laughs) What? Works for us. Yeah, I, I think between winning a war and dying honorably, I'd rather win. 
Oh, I mean, I just don't know. It feels like maybe there's some wanton disregard for people in different situations. I don't know. It's just like, who made you the boss? It doesn't really make sense, though. You know, why would you kill everyone here when we're all on the same side? I thought the, you already knew. The Thrykirin said you already know. We're not here to kill everybody, just the, the God King's daughter and the conduit. We're here to liberate the rest of you. Oh, we were not from here. We're vacationing. <laughs> we only get one a year. You know how hard it is with the kids. By the kids, it's, it's the animals in the four-seat stroller. Considering that your mum is on the way here to do the job that you were sent here to do and almost failed and almost got killed doing... Why did you get sent to do it if your mom's just gonna come do it in a minute anyway? Well, no, she's gonna try to take the, over the fort. The, the, you have to take, you have to take it land with uh, ground troops. It's called clear and hold. It's a military thing. I was just sent here to to assassinate Amy with a, a tactical strike of uh, animated scarecrows. It wasn't very tactical. I mean, it's a really good idea. I was like a hundred yards away. No one should have even known I was here. You, you guys are very good at this. <laughs> really not. <laughs> but Amy's not working with the God King. What? Uh, I want to look to Amy to gauge her reaction. Sabrina, the enemy doesn't need to know every machination we have going on. I would... But be... but they don't have to be our enemy. Uh, they did try to kill me and also kill, almost killed your friends, so... Yeah, but you you locked me in a cabinet, so oh if we're going to have to God. put all of those <laughs> things away, why don't oh, we put right. this away? Uh, Sabrina... You know these people, you know, if if they encountered anybody who was a conduit at all, they just kill them on the spot. That's pretty bad. I want to run up to the Aeon and whisper into their ear. Oh, no. I want to ask if they know uh, Marcel's mother, because she joined the Aethar. Interesting. Can you... uh, What kind of check? Because uh, Amy's going to try to stop you. So maybe uh, do a athletic to like run up before she can stop you. Acrobatics because I'm small and springy. Sure, fine. Can I give a diabardic inspiration to that? Yeah, I'm gonna need. It. I rolled a five, but moy, 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 moy. I didn't take my level, so it's only a d6. That's nothing. You cannot pass this. Um, Sabrina, I should get advantage though because I'm <laughs> so like hyper. I drank a Red Bull earlier. <laughs> so Sabrina, first you try to tell the prisoner that Amy's not working for her father, which is like is not a good thing to tell people when Amy's planning to take the throne. Uh, and then you make a run at the prisoner, and I think Amy just fucking punches you square in the nose. Ah. Uh... <laughs> Kind of want to just like fucking no. I want, I want, um, kick her I'm, in the crotch. I'm gonna do some kill wounds on on. on <laughs> oh, that's probably child. better. I was gonna, I was like, I better kick Amy in the crotch. Uh, are you gonna? Are you actually gonna do that? Uh, no, that's a lot. But I will gently slap her face with Bradley's strangle tongue. Okay, so Bradley the uh, Pangloris is going yeah. to do, like do their uh, grappling hook tongue and like bap Amy in the face, not dangerously, but then she's just going to be very frustrated. Like her hair like begins to smolder and like ash kind of falls down like dandruff a little bit more. As you can tell, her temper is getting the best of her, and she says, "Ericokra Staples, was it? Take these people outside. We're trying to do something here." 
And Staples just like is like, ooh, I get to do something and gets tries to, to basically grab Sabrina and Lola and take them outside for disrupting this interrogation. You're a goddamn adult almost. You fancy yourself a leader. Maybe don't be punching 10-year-olds in the nose. It's called operational security, Lizard. It's called being a bitch. All right. I would like to order Staples to stop. Sabrina, you're saying... Yes, Sabrina would like to order Staples to stop. Um. All right. This is this is escalating interestingly. It's juicy. Yeah. Uh, intimidation. I think Sabrina, you're ten. I rolled a four, so an eight total. Yeah. I mean, Staples if, goes. If, you're a kid. Shut up. <laughs> then I'm going to cast oh, no uh, command. Oh. And I'm going to order her. Order her to stop. All right. That's a wisdom save, huh? Yep. Staples not known for her wisdom. Not known. Yeah, her wisdom is stab, stab, bite, bite. Uh, a one. Okay, so Staples <laughs> Staples goes to escort uh, the troublemakers out of the barn, uh, and you say, stop. And Staples goes, lol, no, eat me. And then you say, stop. And she just stops. <laughs> um, at which point Amy uh, like holds her dagger up a little bit more, her knife, and it just bursts into flames. And she says... Enough of this, Sabrina. Quit blaming your sister when you're being misbehaving too. Bramwell, do we have a, a holding area? Oh my god, some great leader can't even like get any criticism. Alright, so Corton's gonna cast calm emotions again. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, this was really escalating. That's very interesting. Yeah. Um, I think if the rest of the party uh, chooses to fail, so they're calmed, Amy will too, but if they resist, she will resist. I'll let it happen. Yeah, not resisting. Because uh, it's, it's uh, getting angry. Yeah. We're all here to accomplish a goal. Let's relax and be focused on that. She wants to know if this person knows anything about Marcel's mother, who joined the Aethar. Yeah, I, I'm going to telepathically ask and start reading them thoughts and see what we get. Lemus first is like a little startled that you start talking in her mind, but then sees that you're clearly working uh, to try to, to calm the situation down again uh, in defiance of the person with the fire knife, which she is in favor of. I, I don't think I've said this clearly, so I'll say it now. Lima is she, her. Um, robot frog, but, you know, mm-hmm. that's up to her. Um, and she says, Oh, the one of the queen consorts that joined the Aethar Resistance? Yeah, she she left the country. She's She's gone. Like, gone, gone. Yeah, Lima says, there. we know of four queen consorts. Uh, one is, one fled the country with us, uh, one went missing, one is dead, and one is loyal to the God King. I didn't know this was going to happen. This is very interesting because the, the question is which one is which, and Lima doesn't know. Yeah, I was uh, okay. Doesn't yeah, know. Yeah, that's A- any descriptive information about any of them. No, this is yeah. Lima isn't really that interested. This is like, can you can you name the the you know the cabinet cabinet secretary of? Sri Lanka or something? It's just like a weird political question that they just don't have the information at hand. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But yeah, there, there, Still. there are four uh, queen consorts in play. Or one is dead, so there are three. 
but which one is which is the question. Uh, it looks like it is. Oh, I can't pronounce that name at all. But I did find out who the cabinet secretary of Sri Lanka is. So do yeah, they not I'm have... glad I'm not the only person who googled that. <laughs> hmm. So have, uh, has that information then about the mother's been relayed? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll pass that info over. I think Sabrina's going to leave the barn. Interesting. Okay, where's she going? I think she's going outside to be alone. Because she has to face the fact that either her mother's the missing one or the dead one. And she doesn't know which it's it, which it is. Damn, brutal. Oof. What kind of cruel dungeon master would concoct such a story? <laughs> <laughs> a real asshole, you know? <laughs> she didn't uh, shove a dead body down another dead body. Uh, so, I mean, Sabrina storms out, and Amy says, Vindros, are we, are we almost done here? Apparently there's an army on our border. We have to get ready yeah. for that. If, if there's nothing else anyone else wants, I'm going to just have a real route around that brain, and then we're good. Corton's going to leave the uh, barn also. And so is Lola. Okay, everyone just starts leaving. I will say that um, right now, Vindros, if you trying to get deeper into Liam's mind is like a deliberate violation of someone who's having a pretty open conversation with you. It, it may not be necessary, even. Yeah, yeah, you know what? Sure, we'll leave it. Um, but yeah, Amy puts the knife away and just says, well, we have a bargaining chip. Apparently, this person is the the daughter of the Admiral. That's nice. Yeah, we should probably make sure they're, you know, safely secured and not in easily visible sight. Uh, so, I mean, everyone else, like, left the barn. What are y'all doing? Uh, checking on... I was on, trying to talk. Yeah, making sure that Sabrina's <laughs> okay. All right, Corton, it's a two-pronged attack. You go on the left, I go on the right. Sabrina's going to... Uh, take out her dagger and is going to be kind of holding it in front of her and is going to be very like sort of intensely focusing on it. Trying to do the thing she did but with ice. Yeah, do you want to make like an arcana check? Yeah. 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 Uh, Oh no. I got a seven, real bad. Yeah, so I mean, you do know the, you know the spell ice knife, so I can't say you don't know how to make a knife out of ice. But if trying to do it like in the way she does it, like effortlessly, at will, cool, I'd say you are too shaken right now to do that. It's not fair. What's not fair? I shouldn't be weaker than her. I mean, if you think about it from an objective standpoint, she's got nine more years of life than you. And she's been mean to every single one of them. Well, mean people gain experience as well. And how doesn't this mean I have to be stronger? You don't have to be stronger alone. You can be part of a stronger group. You can build up the people around you. You don't have to solo this and you don't have to be stronger all at once what if I don't get to her in time then there's nothing you can do but I'd have nothing left I know it's not the same but you'll still have us but I want her 
You need, if you want to be stronger, be stronger for yourself, not to be better than Amy. Sabrina is just gonna like, you know, do like think that thing with like the the back of the hand at the eyes. I was nowhere near as strong as you are at, at your age. You are. You had the confidence to break out on your own. You have been far more competent than most of this group most of the time. You. Saved our lives on multiple occasions. Yeah. You, yeah, you don't need to feel like you're not strong enough. You are plenty strong of a person. You're just different, and that's okay. And honestly, for the best, because as I said, she's not she is not fun to be around. I think as you say that, this cuts to Amy, who's still in the barn with Bramwell, who's securing the prisoner. Amy says. Sir Knight, can you hand me those those gloves that you took from the prisoner? I think they'd go well with my outfit. You don't think they would clash? We're not even quite sure what they do. Mm, I'm not sure either. I thought that someone would ask the prisoner during the interrogation, but I'll find out. They're still there? We could talk to them now. Yeah, I mean, yeah, the, uh, I mean, Lima's still tied up to, in the barn. I'll say to Lima... These devices of yours, are these weapons of assassination? Um, well, they're a family heirloom. Um, my fa- they've been passed down for generations. Apparently they were, uh, this is gonna sound corny, uh, they were forged to destroy the world? Interesting. Perhaps that would be reason enough to not utilize them. <laughs> After all, we're in quite a precarious area. Well, I don't know if you know, you've seen the world recently, but it got wrecked pretty bad and the gloves didn't have anything to do with it, so now they're just kind of cool gloves. Ah, well, then they seem to be relatively useless and perhaps would be good as a sentimental thing to return to the Aethar. Um, well, I mean, I'd prefer if you gave them back to me, but I don't think you're going to do that because I'm a prisoner and I would use them to punch you and escape. Well, we've, we've seen how that goes before and it went one way, so I don't imagine it would go much different this time. I'm behind you, Amy says, Sir Knight. Gloves. Hmm. Austin's got to be doing this stuff. Mm-hmm. Amy wants the gloves. They're nice gloves. They are. Hold on, let me see. And how big are they? Like, could I wear them? Uh, so they've been altered over the years, as as you learned earlier in this episode. The family that controls the Aethar uh, are giants. They can pass their, they can trace their lineage back to the Titans from the beginning of time. So they they started off big, but they've been altered with each successive generation as their ancestors get smaller. Uh, so these these are like humanoid size. I think, uh, yeah, you know what? I'll say Bramwell could wear them, maybe with uh, some some padding. Uh, he's going to say, I'm not sure. They do look like they would uh, clash with your entire ensemble, my lady. She holds out her hands and just says, glove me, knight. I want to give her a high five. <laughs> and then I think I hear Sabrina calling for me. Yeah, yeah, I'll be right there. I, I got to go. She's calling for me. You know. <laughs> I fucking love Zoidberg. Roll deception to keep this uh, innocent and not overtly uh, mutinous, I guess. Also, are you putting the gloves on as you walk away? Yeah. Uh, it's a 15, which is pretty good. With a 15, I want to say Amy just lets it go because they're cool, but they're not like worth stabbing you in the back over, mm. which is the thing to do if someone's stealing from you and walking away. Uh, so she just rolls her eyes and just says, like, fucking idiot. Oh, God, she's such a bitch. 
Um, but yeah, you have these these ga- uh, these gauntlets, these cestuses. I would say if you're writing them in your equipment, you could call them Doom Guard cestuses. Um, they are uh, items that give you uh, advantage on strength checks, and you can cast Earthquake once per long rest in a very limited c- capacity. Not you don't get the full spell Earthquake, which is very very powerful, but you get like for flavors per- for flavors' sake uh, a version of Earthquake. That seems pretty dope. I'm gonna pop those suckers on. They're heavy, dark metal. Uh, they have like spikes on them, and they crackle and hum with some kind of dark power. Interesting. Um. So the party all get back together outside the barn, and I think Staple goes. Oh, I hate talking about fucking politics. I heard you guys were gonna go kill some slavers. Can I kill some fucking slavers? I mean, you can't argue with that logic. I mean, I would never say no to that. It's up to Colton, isn't it? Murder, murder, murder. Are you okay to go? I guess it's murder. I'll yield our slavers. We can murder slavers. Murder! Murder! Oh, Young will be hungry. (laughs) Young says, "Um, well, so there's the army outside, the Aethar army outside the Gorefields. They're going to try to take it. Um, But uh, it's apparently the attacks in a couple of days, Vindross says. I don't know how you got that information. It doesn't really matter. Um, But if we attack them from the rear with a bunch of liberated slaves, like that would be strong if that's what we want to do. And then loot their heads too. Would that would that count as an act of of help helping the the slaves the the good positive thing to do for them? Well, it'd be it'd be too good. It'd, well, no, but getting the mine is is sufficient for that goal. Okay, okay. But what if we want to talk to one of the leaders of the Aethor? I can find some more rocks for my pouch in the mine when we're done liberating it. Yeah, I think Weaver speaks up and says, yeah, it seems like we're at kind of a crossroads here. We can help Amy defeat her enemies, the Aethar and the God King, and side with her. We could side with the Aethar against the whole Wolfram family. No. Uh, <laughs> we can help the, the the oppressed people of Wormwood overthrow the their oppressors and then, use, and, and then overthrow in a kind of double cross the people who helped us there. You know, it's like there's a lot of options. There's a lot of. I like that last one best, honestly. I love to liberate a people. Uh, I'm gonna be really mad if we if we join the Aethar. I'm just telling y'all right now. I'm gonna be really upset. Don't think about it as joining so much as it's recruiting temporarily. They they are they literally want me to die if they knew my whole shebang. They don't seem chill. They're really not. They got no chill. They also do seem useful in the short term. But only in the short term, and frankly, you let those sort of people hang around long enough, they take over. Or they figure out your secrets. Yeah, so this is Austin now to the party. You're, so how do you temp- you uh, intend on temporarily leveraging the Aethar? Because they're going to attack the Gorefields in a couple days. Well, she's trying to, you know, they're operating under the assumption that we might be able to recruit the Aethar to aid in overthrowing the god the, the god king. Can Sabrina try to, like, parlay with the, the Aethar? 
I think the the thing that occurs to all of you is the best way to get the Aether on your side would be to take the Admiral's daughter back to her. Yeah. Uh, but that would involve double-crossing Amy now. That's what Sabrina was potentially going to do while the rest of the party went to go to the mines. God, Chris, you hate us so much. I have Bramble there already. <laughs> no, I do. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. So, I mean, yeah, let's discuss that in character. Sabrina, do you have that? that kind of cooking she's gonna think like well i don't want to see lima die or anything like that i mean she wants to see her mom too there's a very good likelihood that amy will end the assault on the gore fields by a prisoner exchange for her i, I she's not a fool but if they attack, this place has a bunch of those melons that'll explode and do a lot of damage. Teaming up with the Aethar seems like it, it goes wrong very quickly. I just feel like everyone here is really bad at keeping secrets. Including myself. I mean, that's fair. I'm like, I really don't want to die. I just got new animals. Yeah, well, look. I figure the worst thing that can happen if Sabrina tries to, to like talk to the Aethar is that it doesn't go well and, you know, push comes to shove anyway, which it's already, what's, it may already do. No, the, the worst thing that happens, the worst case scenario is Sabrina goes and talks to the Aethar and that doesn't work out. And because we didn't have Sabrina there to help us take the mine, we failed to capture that as well. That's the worst case scenario. Yeah. It's look. It it is a a narratively interesting risk, right? And I'm all about that. So, if you are set on recruiting the Aethar, um, or at least you know freeing Lima, which my God, the nerve uh, under these circumstances, you know, I I'm all in favor of it as a player. Um, from a character perspective, I don't know that you can sell anyone on wanting to work with the Aethar. Mm. Yeah, this almost feels like what would happen is Sabrina would say, like, fine, you're right, my plan's stupid, and then you all go to the mine, and she just fucking jumps off the skiff. Right, and, and, and yeah, I mean, if, if Basically we want to do that, rogue. yeah, that could be really interesting, but yeah, that's... That's where I, I sort of I think it sits. Because I do kind of want to explore it, even if it doesn't end up happening. Right. No, it's tantalizing. I'm, I totally see it. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, so at this point, what I'm willing to say is uh, the party tells Amy, hey, we're going to go liberate the mine because that's going to help the rebellion, which you hired us to do. Corton is your spiritual advisor. He's getting the mole army you want. So we're going to take the thriller bark and the romance dawn, and we're going to split the party between them, go take the mine, and then we'll use that army to attack the rear of the Aethar, and then you know, the gore fields will be yours. Literally everything you want. No, that's, uh, that's yeah, that's the, the plan is that, you know, when we, you know, come back with the liberated mine and the new mole army, We'll be able to wipe out the Aethar. Easy peasy. So, so yeah, the party's going to want to drive the way, way the Aethar because basically they're, they're violent to like 
Lola has the most obvious reason why, because they'll kill her. Everyone else, what what is your in-character reason for not wanting to work with the Aethar, just so we, we're clear? Oh, they're fascists. But yeah, yeah, and they won't want... They, they they're won't not want, any better than the God Kings. They want one of our team dead, and that seems like a good reason to not support them. Okay, so yeah, so the, the, you tell Amy that you're going along with her plan. You're, you're, I mean, Corton is still committed to his double cross thing, mm-hmm. which is get Amy across the finish line and then dump her overboard. So that's great. Sabrina is the one who's going off script. You're going to sneak off the skiff as it leaves and go liberate Lima, take her back to her mother and try to get uh, the Aethar to, uh, to not attack the Gorefields to find a peaceful solution. Am I everyone on the same page now? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Yes. <laughs> okay, so the party splits between the two skiffs. The thriller bark has the NPCs. The romance dawn has the player characters. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, or vice versa. You, I mean, don't let me tell you what to no, do. No, I think that's that's right because Sabrina would want to insist upon being on the romance dawn. She really it's a good would. ship. It's a good ship. Um, the, does the party make any specific preparations? I mean, Corton tells you where the, the iron mine is. Mm-hmm. He tells you it's a family operation, not particularly uh, heavily fortified. You just think if you just run into it and just start mowing down slavers, and uh, like you'll take it not easily, but it, much to, you know, you'll have advantage of surprise. Yeah, they will absolutely not be expecting it. Um, all right. So as the the skiffs leave, um, the that leave the gore fields, uh, Sabrina slips off. I think probably because you're going to attack at night, so it's dark. You don't even make a stealth roll necessarily, just because also out of character would be like not really particularly interesting if someone just caught Sabrina and ixnade her mm. storyline. Uh, so she slips off. Um, the party leaves out across the salt flats. Uh, can I get a vehicle proficiency check from the party? Knowing that none of you have vehicle proficiency, but Young is teaching Bramwell. Uh, okie dokie. So, so to the rest of us, just roll a straight d20. 11! Uh, Bramwell got a 17. Uh, crit! Jesus Christ. I botched. Corton botched. <laughs> we have a botch and a crit. Okay, so what does a crit and a botch do? Why can't everyone just be normal? Oh, this a is crotch. seemingly normal. <laughs> this is seemingly normal. Okay, so there's a crit and a botch. The party succeeds. So the way in which you're going to enter this iron mine is going to be extremely strange, and I think I need the week to think about it. (laughs) Uh, Sabrina, you slip off the skiff and go back to Amy's barn. I think Amy is in there. So is Lima tied to the support beam. Um, I mean, I think probably Lima's asleep, and Amy is... Going over like defensive plans, she has like a uh, that that you know map with the things on it, and she has a stick, and she's pushing the little figures around. Okay. Um, but yeah, she's planning to uh, to fight the Aethar when they try to take the Gore Fields. What do you do? So can I? Uh, I want to cast invisibility. Oh damn it! You're very good at this. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I want to distract her. Can I? Go to the pumpkin fields and intentionally set off a pumpkin or a melon. Yeah, I mean you can stab a smoke melon with your knife and it'll start leaking. Yeah, I wanna I wanna do something along that line. It's probably something at range, but I wanna get her distracted before I go in and and, and cut Lima free. Alright, uh why don't you roll stealth? Okay. With advantage because uh, you're invisible. That does tend to help being stealthy. Yeah. So a 17 or an 11. So 17. 
Yep, 17 is successful. So you, you stab a, a smoke melon, it starts leaking. Uh, you wait until um, Amy notices, like, out the window, some sm- smoke billowing over the field, and she just, like, her uh, arms, like, burst into flames and to, like as torches, not, like, an attack, as she, like, walks out of the barn to see ahead of her. Uh, you sneak in invisibly behind, and you see Lima tied to the, the pole. What do you do? I want to cut Lima free and then tell them, come on, I want to get you back to your mother. Um, she was asleep, but she's also a mechanical, like a synthetic being. So I think when she, she actually like boots up rather than wakes up, you hear like the windows, yeah, the windows boot up sound. And she says, mom, uh, uh, ah, ghost, ghost. No, I can, I have to stay invisible. I can help you get to your mom though. Oh, thank you. Invisible ghost. We have to go now. Do you have my, my family's cestuses? No, we can get them later. Oh man, my mom's gonna be mad. That's fine. We have to go now, because the person who's going to come back is going to be even angrier. Uh, so, yeah, you lead uh, Corporal Lima out of the barn and across the fields toward the waiting Athar army. This sounds like a good plan. I like every part of this. Nothing bad's going to happen. This was all a really good idea. <laughs> and I'm glad that we spent a lot of time discussing it and uh, determining that this was the best conclusion. And with that, we're left with three completely different scenes. On one hand, we have Sabrina Wolfram and Lima Day running through the cornfield and then a wheat field and then waist deep in bloody water through a rice paddy as they make their way to the Athar camp, just in way over their heads, uh, just trying to do what they think is right. On the other hand, we have the crews of the skiffs on their way to the iron mine, uh, the crew of the Thriller Bark and the crew of the Romance Dawn. I think uh, a while into the journey through the, through the night, uh, they realize Sabrina is gone. But rather than panic, they feel a sense of relief wash over them as they realize the 10-year-old is not going to take part in another fierce battle. Um, and finally, back in the gore fields, we have the moles who are getting ready for a battle, which is the first big step towards freedom they have known in quite some time. While Amy herself is back at the barn investigating the smoke melon malfunction, uh, Charlie, the leader of the moles here in the fields, uh, gathers together her ablest bodied troops to get ready for the pincer attack on the Athar that is planned for the morning. She isn't much for making speeches or grand gestures. She's a, a quiet, strong, silent type. But her interactions with Corton have made her appreciate more fully the value of showmanship and symbolism and, and spectacle in general. So she gathers her most loyal people close and they talk late into the night about their plans for freedom and their opinions on these mysterious strangers who have entered their lives. And as the evening winds down, Charlie has given some more thought to this noseless man who may change their fortunes forever. And in a way to honor him, and in another way to appropriate his own, one of his only strengths, she retrieves a small... Handmade guitar 
And so, huddled close to a campfire, which come morning will be stoked into an ashen column to signal the attack, Charlie begins to play a song. A song about Quarton, a song about freedom, a song about suffering, and a song about the future. If there's a lie behind those golden eyes and malice within that red heart, it's lying in wait for the next sordid fate and heading your sorry part. The soul is old like the winter trees, your mind is live like the ocean breeze, and we've only dared to dream of things like these. If there's a hope in the salt and the dust, or love in the wind and the sun, it's hope that tomorrow's under the rust, and love that the worst is done. The sun doesn't burn, and the wind doesn't cut, like the sadness we saw in the depth of that rut, but scratches on hands can be covered by time and gloves. So we'll learn how to sew, and we'll know, and we'll learn to look up. Yes, we'll learn how to sew, and we'll know, or we'll learn to look up.